0: Hello, 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 my friends, and welcome back to another episode of Believe Like a Boss. I am your host, Life Coach Nandi Camille, and I am so grateful, thankful, and excited to have you here. I don't know at what point I started saying that, that whole like beginning phrase. I feel like it was not how I started the podcast, but I've started saying it at some point, and I love saying it to you guys. I think it's also the school teacher in me because children love repetition. I love repetition, actually. So in my brain, I imagine that you all enjoy that. I'm sure half of you probably roll your eyes every single time I say it. Are you really grateful, thankful, and excited? Are you really? Right? And then there's another group of you. You're like, oh my gosh, I love when she says that. And maybe nobody thinks that. But I would like to think that somebody really appreciates that. Because I do. I appreciate it. Welcome back, my friends. This week, we're talking about how to be happy how to be happy. I was thinking about you all. I usually am very intrinsic when I uh, plan for my podcast episodes meaning that I'm very internal about my process. Um, when I work with clients and we're working on marketing often, and it's it's not a bad practice, It's a, we wanna blend both of the looking out into the world and asking the world what it wants. But I think sometimes we put too much of the focus on that. And so when I'm working with clients, we actually turn that, what do you want to bring to the world? What lights you up? Because if you show up in a way that lights you up, that's what's magnetic, right? And then we blend it with, and then we blend it with the extrinsic. So we blend it once we really hone in on what's important to us, our goals, our dreams, our heart, our own passion, then turning it around, right? We we walk in it, right? And then from there, we get to be smart. We get to use Google Analytics to see what the highest search is before we decide to start that Amazon store, right? we blend both, but we start with that internal piece. And so usually that's how I brainstorm for a podcast. I really go inward and meditate or journal and I think about what is it that's coming up for me? What is it that I'm excited to share? What is it that I'm excited to talk about that might serve somebody? That's usually how I do it, but I turn it around this time and I said, what does, what might the world need right now? What might my, audience need right now to hear what might be encouraging. Why would somebody listen to a podcast called Believe Like a Boss? Right? Why would anybody listen to a podcast anyway? I know that when I got into a lot of this stuff, I'm going to get to the point in a real quick second. When I started this, it was this self-help journey, this personal development journey. It was because I was in pain. It was because my heart was broken. And I wanted to feel better and I knew it was possible for me to feel better. And so I found personal development. And so when I think about somebody who's looking in the world for something, they're reaching, what might they be looking for? And what came up was how to be happy. Cause that was one of the very first things that I wanted to feel again. I was miserable at this time in my life. This was, I'd say like end ish of college the last like year and a half, um, was just tough emotionally my parents were going through a divorce I was going through a breakup with my high school boyfriend and it I was just in a lot of pain and all I wanted to do was be happy I wanted to feel better and so that's where this podcast episode comes from my friends how to be happy and so I have four I'll say offerings for you tips for you to help you call in more joy to help you feel happier authentically. This is never about forcing anything. And we're approaching this from a place of all emotions are welcome. We're not doing this because sadness is bad. Anxiety is bad. Feeling meh is bad. Grieving is bad. No. All emotions are welcome and are a part of the human experience period, right? But maybe you've been in a season, you've been in a funk, and you're ready to be out of that funk. My hope is that these four tips, these four offerings will help you to have some tangible ways to cultivate happiness and joy. Okay, number one, practice trusting yourself, setting goals, and following through. That is all one thing. Practice trusting yourself, setting goals, and following through. So here are the three parts. Practice trusting yourself. Trust that the desires that are put on your heart are Put there on purpose. Not everybody has the same desires on their heart. Not everybody wants to do the same things. We're, it's designed that way on purpose. So trust the things that were put on your heart. Trust the the inklings that you are given, right? Whether it's going horseback riding—that's what I wanted to do for my birthday. Whoop whoop! It was so much fun. So excited, right? Something—I don't know where it came from. It was early on in the year. I called them. I want to say January, February to schedule it. Something in me my inner child was like, I want to ride a horse. I said, okay, we're doing it for my birthday. I just trusted it. Didn't question it. I was like, here we go. It's going to be so much fun. It was amazing. If you, I should have probably put a GoPro on my face, facing my face. I was cheesing the entire time. I was so excited. Mind you, I've only ridden a horse one other time as a girl scout. I believe it was in Hawaii and I was 10. And we literally rode in a circle in the stable. (laughs) So this was amazing for me. We're in the mountains. We're going up and down the hills. At some points, I'm like, can this horse carry me up this hill? This is crazy. It was so much fun. I had so much fun. So when those things come into your body, whatever they are, come into your mind, into your heart, into your spirit, trust them. That's the first part of this. Trust those desires. Trust that you're capable of seeing them through right? So the next part is setting goals and following through. Practice trusting yourself, setting goals. Now, when the inkling comes up, name it, set that intention. I want to ride a horse. I want to start an LLC. I want to get my oil changed on time regularly. I want to schedule that appointment with the dentist. I want to go on a date. I want to travel to blank. I want to dot, 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 right? Set that intention, say it out loud, write it down and follow through. And if you need to break it down into bits and pieces, I recommend doing so, right? If your goal is to go to Europe and you're like, oh my gosh, how in the world am I going to do that? Right? Maybe you're in that place. Like, I don't know how I'm going to do that. I don't have a passport. How do I do all of that? Break it down. Do a mind dump. Get it out of your head onto paper. What are all the aspects of it? All right. If I'm going to Europe, where do you want to go? How long do you want to stay there? what do you want to wear? <laughs> like, do you want to see somebody? Do you want to travel alone? Do you, okay, do you need to do, if you're traveling solo, do you need to do research on places that are better to travel solo or talk to a travel agent, right? Break down all of the pieces and then start to plan it out. Okay, this is what I'm going to do first. And then I'm going to do that, right? Just taking those steps, when we take those steps, when we follow through on the things that we desire, we create happy hormones in our body right? When we accomplish goals, and again, the goal can be scheduling a dentist appointment. It could be starting an LC. It doesn't matter what it is for you, right? But when you follow through with it, we just, we're in alignment. We get closer to ourselves. When we continue to, it feels disrespectful, right? To our true selves. When our true self wants to Again, all of the examples, go to the dentist, start an LLC, go on a date, whatever it is for you. When you really want to do that, but you keep telling yourself no, or you keep sleeping on yourself being like, I could never have 400,000 followers on Instagram. That's only for those kind of people. I could never travel to Europe solo. That scares me too much, right? You're counting yourself out and it causes this dissonance in the body, right? That's the opposite, this is about how to be happy, right? And so we, we turn it around. You believe that you can have the things that you desire. You set the intention. You set the goal. Knowing that you can accomplish it, have it, attain it, become it, whatever it is. And you follow through step by step. Whatever those steps are for you, break it down. Bite size. And don't let your brain shame you for making it bite size. Be careful of all or nothing thinking. Sometimes the brain is like, I got to do it all right now. And then we get very overwhelmed. And when you get overwhelmed, you stop because the brain's like, "Uh uh-uh, it's too much override, right? So break it down and allow yourself to break it down and have so much fun in the process. Have so much fun in the process. That's number one on how to be happy or happier. Practice trusting yourself, setting goals, and following through. All right, here's number two. Worry more about yourself Rather than being hyper-focused on what people think of you. This one I love. Again, I feel like it's my inner teacher coming out. (laughs) I have said to many children, including my husband, worry about yourself, right? When a little kid comes up and tattles, they said, but. (laughs) The other verbiage we'll use with kids is, is this a mouse problem or is this an elephant problem, right? And if this is a mouse problem, that means that you can solve it on your own. If it's an elephant problem, then you come and get an adult and a teacher, right? We can do that as adults. Check in. Am I focused on myself or am I focused on other people? And am I making this mouse problem into an elephant problem? Check in it makes sense that you're worried about what other people think about you. We're wired that way. It makes sense. So I'm not here to diss that, discount that, make you feel bad about that. My favorite example when I'm coaching is when you go to a kid's pool. I love children. They're such a wonderful example for literally everything because they're just free and open and beautiful. You're at a pool. And what do you hear? Mom, love. They're all just screaming for people to pay attention to them. We are wired this way. It is okay. But then what we get to do as adults is notice when it's not serving us. Notice when thinking about other people is keeping us stuck. Notice when thinking about, well, what are they thinking? What is is keeping us from showing up fully, is keeping us playing small. Right? So I want you, number two, worry more about yourself. How what I mean when I say worry about yourself. How do you feel? Literally, what emotion is running through your body? Are you sad? Are you frustrated? Are you upset? Are you happy? Are you calm? Are you bored? What are you feeling? How do you feel? How do you just feel? And then how do you feel about yourself? Those are two different things. What are your thoughts about you? Check in. It's so good to do that. To check in. What are your thoughts about you? What do you think about you? It's very important that you know. That is the is the most important opinion of all, is what do you think about you? Because that's what you're putting out into the world when you show up. If you think that you're a slack, if you think that you're less than, right, you're probably going to show up that way. And not that you're going to show up less than in your work, but you might play small, right? So check in. How do you think about yourself? And if it's not in alignment with how you want to think about yourself, just spend some lovely time, mindfulness, awareness, without judgment. We're going to be aware of all of it. Be aware of how you do think about yourself and then be aware of how you want to think about yourself and what might I need to think in order to feel that way about myself. Instead of thinking, you dumb, blah, blah, blah. You're never going to do that, right? Right. And I want to feel proud of myself. I want to feel confident in myself. Maybe we play with it is possible for that to happen. That'd be really cool if I could get to 400,000 followers on my blogger channel, right? Talking about food, right? I want to be a food blogger. I want to talk about desserts specifically. And your brain says, oh, you can never do that. Notice that. Notice that. Get curious about it with so much love. Where's that coming from? Whose voice is that? To be honest with you, it doesn't actually matter. What actually matters is what voice you're going to replace it with, right? So don't spend too much time digging, but think instead of how do I want to show up instead? And how do I need to think in order to feel the way I want to about myself? How do I want to feel about myself? Do I feel the way about myself that I want to feel about myself? And it's okay if the answer is no. It is totally okay. Okay snaps to you for being aware for asking the question. And again, I'm going to give you mindfulness. We're going to be so mindful. We're going to be aware of these thoughts. We're going to be aware of our judgments and we're not going to judge ourselves for having them. You're a human being having a human experience doing your best. You're doing your very best. And then when we learn how to do better, we do that. Okay. Number three, remember that everyone's life is 50, 50, right? Number three of how to be happy. Remember that everyone's life is 50 50, meaning my life is a whole lot of fun. I love going horseback riding. I got to see my sister in Florida. I met my nephew, my best friend since seventh grade has a baby. It's crazy and amazing. And he's amazing. And it was so much fun. And I go through anxiety. I experience depression. I have some people in my family that are tough and make my heart hurt and make my life hurt sometimes. Everyone's life is 50-50. My life is 50-50. I'm happy and I'm sad and I'm excited and I'm overwhelmed sometimes. And I'm having a great time, and sometimes I'm not having a great time. J Lo's life is 50-50. Who else? Who else are you looking out to be like, their life is so much better than mine. Notice that. Comparison is the thief of joy, my friend. It goes back to our number two. Worry about yourself, right? Come home to you and remember that everyone's life is 50-50 and that the goal here is not to be happy all of the time. No such thing. No one is happy all of the time, nor do we want to be. We don't always want to be happy. Bad, scary, not great, stupid, silly things happen in the world. And sometimes we want to be frustrated about them because that creates change. It doesn't mean you have to be mean to other people, right? But you can be frustrated. You can be upset about things, right? It's, it's okay. I wanted to be sad when my grandfather passed away. I wanted to feel sad. I needed to grieve and it felt good to grieve. Right? There are moments in our life, there are times in our life where we want to feel all of the emotions. So don't hate on yourself, especially if you've been in a funk. I shouldn't be feeling this way. Don't shoot on yourself. Right? Everyone's life is 50-50. We are all going to feel all of the emotions, some more than others, and that's okay. But everyone is going to experience joy and everyone is going to experience sadness. Let yourself off the hook for feeling sadness or frustration or depression or anxiety, whatever you're feeling, it is okay. You're a human being, again, doing your very best. Number four, remember that there is no such thing as being happy all the time. Oh my gosh, I spoiled it. (laughs) I threw it into number three. Okay, number four, I should have looked ahead at my notes. Remember that there is no such thing as being happy all the time. It's just... Is that's all the statement is. It's really all it is. There's no such thing. We want to experience all of our emotions. I want to experience all of my emotions. I don't want to experience anxiety and depression so much. That's why I go to acupuncture and I meditate and I journal and I exercise and I drink my water and I walk and have lots of conversations with my friends and my husbands. My husbands, my husband. But remember that there's no such thing as being happy all of the time. Nor do we want to be. So experience all of your emotions, my friends. Enjoy all of the emotions. Know that this too shall pass. And if you can sink into your emotion... If you can just really feel it in your body, get really curious about whatever you're feeling. I'm feeling heavy. I'm feeling sad. Okay, what does that feel like in your body? Where is it in your body? How does it feel? Does it feel tight? Does it feel dark? Does it feel heavy? Is it in your knees? Is it in your chest? Is it in your shoulders? Where is it? And how does it feel? And spend some time with it. I think sometimes we're afraid of spending time with our emotions because we're just afraid it's going to be this black hole that we will never come out of. You will. The way to it is through it, my friend. I was with a friend and she pulled tarot cards for me. And one of them was a bull. And the bull was walking towards uh, a store. And what she told me was, and I may have mentioned this before in the podcast, but what she told me was the bull walks toward the store because it knows that's the fastest way to get through it. They know that if they keep running, it's just going to follow them. They're going to keep running. So the bull turns towards the storm, right? Because that's going to be the fastest way to get through it. And I just loved that metaphor. I really enjoyed it. And so I want to share that with you all. It's okay. Sink into that emotion. Most of the time, it only takes 90 seconds to feel an emotion. 90 seconds is all it needs to run through your body, to be felt, to be experienced. It's like a little unruly child that just wants a little bit of attention. It just needs some attention. I know that sounds crazy to some of you, but I want you to try it. Just try it for yourself. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. As always, I tell you, take what sticks to you, leave the rest, but try it out. Feel your emotion in your body. And I know that some of us, I know this was me at one point, are afraid of those emotions. What if I start crying? What if I get upset? What What if... Dot, dot, dot. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be upset put yourself in a safe space, your home, right? If you feel the need to text someone that you care about, let them know, you know, I've been emotional, just give them a heads up, check on me tomorrow, check on me tonight, whatever it is. If that doesn't feel good for you, make sure you're in a safe space that feels good for you, right? And allow for your emotions, cry it out, journal it out, yell it out, dance it out, twerk it out. Sometimes you got to twerk it out, put on your music, make a club in your room. You just got to dance and cry it out. Do it. Do what you need to do. Don't be afraid of the emotion. Do not be afraid of the emotion. It just needs a little bit of attention. Feel it all. Know it's part of your human experience and it will go away. I promise. It will go away because your life is 50-50. This too shall pass. So that's my episode for you, my friends, how to be happy. I will put all four in the show notes, meaning the notes, the description of the podcast. So if you want those four, they're going to be written in there. I hope that you enjoyed this. As always, take what sticks to you, leave the rest. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave a five-star rating, leave a review for us. For me, that helps me rank higher. I would love, it's a dream of mine to be a top podcast on Apple Podcasts. So the more ratings we get, the higher reviews I get, the higher I rank, which I appreciate so much. As always, like I said, take what sticks to you, leave the rest. I will see you next week.